So the big question is this. How are gigging musicians like us, who don't make any money streaming, who are spending money from our own pockets, how do we treat our music careers as online businesses in a way that lets us get our music and the things we believe in out to the world, yet still remain profitable? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jared Judge, and welcome to the Gigging Musician Podcast. Hey guys, just wanted to talk a little bit about how I got my group, Dream City Strings, to be one of the top gigging string quartets in my city, Milwaukee. Um, Just a quick backstory about me. I've been a musician all my life, ever since I was in fourth grade, and I knew I wanted to be a performer. And so I went to music school, just like many of my colleagues, uh, as a violinist. And I thought maybe I would be a violinist or an orchestra conductor. And so I went the traditional formal route, thinking, yes, I'm going to get a job at a symphony orchestra, either in the violin section or, uh, you know, hopefully as a conductor, which in hindsight, that's like saying, I'm going to be an MLB player. I'm going to play for the Yankees or the Brewers. Um, so I did my thing. I took all the classes, um, did really well at all of the classes. I had a very high GPA, loved it. I was a very big academic. I thought that that was going to set me up for success. Little did I know that that would not set me up for success. Um, You know, all my teachers were saying, prepare for your audition, study, practice, practice, and just drilling that into our heads that the only thing we should be spending our time on was practicing. And I listened to them. And then I started taking some auditions. Um, I auditioned for a couple grad schools initially for uh, my master's degree in orchestra conducting. And so I went to some big-name schools like Cleveland Institute of Music, um, Manhattan School of Music, Manus, and uh, took some auditions, and of course, I got rejected. Um, I did make it through the preliminary rounds, but like once I got to the actual time where you have to conduct for somebody and show them your skills, uh, I just didn't have it. And so I, I got rejected, and then I wound up resigning from that hope for a little bit. And I completed my degree in music education and then got a music teaching job. Um, I really wanted to, you know, still conduct, but I got a job as an elementary music school teacher, which was great. I loved the kids, but unfortunately, every day I would wind up being musically unsatisfied. It was not fulfilling my inner artist. I mean, there's only so much hot cross buns I could teach. Don't get me wrong. I loved the kids, but I just wasn't feeling fulfilled. So... Uh, what, do, what do you do when you're feeling unfulfilled? You want to make a change, do something about it. And so, of course, <laughs> my logical assumption was, let me hop on Craigslist and see what musical opportunities are available to me. And crazily enough, that very day, there was a post on Craigslist in the musicians classifieds from a flute player who ran a wedding group that played flute, violin, and cello for weddings around my area. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I'd love to make some money and play some music and, you know, entertain people on their big day. This is awesome. And so I I signed up for yet another audition. Uh, This time I was successful. They accepted me into their, their rotation. And then I played and made some money. It was, it was awesome. But As the years progressed, I I spent three years in my teaching position. I still remain musically unsatisfied um, simply because I'm still teaching and, you know, there's only so many times you can play Pachelbel's Canon in D. Um, And so I wanted to do something bigger and better. I auditioned 
for grad school yet again for orchestra conducting. I was successful this time. And uh, so I, I've just res resigned. The kids hated it. My supervisor hated it. And I packed up shop, moved halfway across the country, and started grad school. And it was during grad school where, you know, I wanted to still make it as a performer. But this was when, you know, grad school was a very tough time because you're not making income. And I was used to a cushy teaching job. And grad school, you're just so busy that you can't really take on an additional job and still maintain your high artistic standards, your high drive to practice and all that. Uh, unfortunately, I had to do that. I had to take a side job and I, I worked as a house manager for one of the local theater companies here. And it was just getting too much and it wasn't focused on music 100%. And then that's when I decided like, this is too much. I have to get a job that pays me that also is related to music. And so I thought back to my teaching days and I was like, well, what was making me money then? And it was playing in a wedding group. And so that was when I decided I'm going to start my own wedding group. I am going to treat it as a business so that I don't waste any of my time doing things that are not related to just getting myself more gigs. And as soon as I started treating it as a business, that was when it clicked like, oh, there's a process to setting up a business. Oh, there are ways that I can increase my output and get more gigs that don't have anything to do with the stuff that musicians traditionally waste their time on. Like I was looking at some of my colleagues who were starting their own creative projects and they were recording albums, they were rehearsing, they were performing concerts for free and um, none of it was really amounting to anything like they were struggling to get Facebook followers. They were struggling to get listens on Spotify. And here I was just focusing on my online business of running a string quartet. And within the second year, I had 150 weddings booked and paid for because as a business, we don't do anything until we get paid. And I was still in grad school at that point, And I was already making a full time salary as a gigging musician. It was incredible. So I wanted to share that story with you because I believe that treating my music career as a business is the thing that helped me actually launch my music career and have one without having to do all of these other things like building a following or keeping a job as a house manager completely unrelated to music. Um, I did actually quit that job pretty early on simply because Hey, I was getting gigs now and I was getting paid real well. So I share that with you guys because I know that you too can achieve that same transformation. And I am launching a webinar very soon. Um, it's happening this coming Thursday. So look out online for a link to that. I'll post the link along with this episode. And so, yeah, I would love to help you achieve your transformation and launch your music career. Register for my webinar today. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Gigging Musician Podcast. If you liked this episode, then please take a screenshot on your phone and tag me and post on Instagram, letting me know what you liked about this episode and let me know what you would like to hear in future episodes. That will help me serve you better. Also, I would love to invite you to my upcoming five-day full-time music challenge. Just give me five short days and I will show you a step-by-step -step plan to make real consistent 
consistent income with your music. It's totally free, and you can register on fulltimemusicchallenge.com. That's full-time, one word, no dash in between, fulltimemusicchallenge.com. Thanks again, and I hope to see you in my next challenge.